Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. All right, let's do a live on a Monday edition of Cleveland Browns Daily. I am merely Bo. He is the great Z. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, you're up. You're up. Is this thing on? We need oh, on it's on. Light. We need to get back. At least we're indoors in the air conditioning. I'm good. How about those midges? Is that what those were? Did we officially call those midges or was it something else? Some sort of a biting gnat apparatus that has plagued the Northeast Ohio region over the last it, few yeah, days? It does feel that way. But what we need to do is give a – we need to get Drew Davidson, the great Drew, involved in our radio tent Double next D? year the way that he is involved in the Browns live tent because that has air conditioning. Double D has air conditioning. Oh, yeah, huge, like a pipe this big, two of them that are blowing nothing but beautifully freezing cold air in there. And, and that so explains it's, the energy, It's well, right, when that comes up, oh, ready yeah. to go, boom. That's why you Boy, almost, synergy. Whoo, you can feel it through whoo. the screen. <laughs> it's like somebody just threw, like, cold water on you. It really like, oh, is. baby. Let's go. Let's go. Yes. But the AC is key to the whole operation. I believe that it is. In fact, yesterday I brought my uh, the official Nana of, of CBD out to yep. a training camp. Now, give a – Nana claims that that was the first time she's ever met you. Me and the kids said not true. Not true. Yeah, right. She also the claims – The kids were on it right away. The official Nana also claims she's never met you. I don't know that that's true either. Possible, but I don't believe so. She's been in the studio when you – like. It would have been pre-COVID. I don't know if I have. I'm not sure I've met the official Nana. It would have been pre-COVID. Which is an incredible, just terrible on the resume. Yeah. She came in here and gave Gibby the biggest hug. She's like, I'm a huge fan of yours. It was great. It was a real fan moment. Well, that's a win then, Gibby. It was 1-0. It only went downhill after that because it got excruciatingly hot. Well, not for us because we watched, we took in training camp practice from. From the Browns Live set, which has. Air conditioning. The air conditioning. And ice cold water. Don't forget, too, there's like a lot of expensive gear that has to be cooled. Let me ask you a question, Gibby. How much does a a, a, a human thorax cost of a professional broadcaster? What is that worth? Priceless. That's right. So don't come to me with cameras. I mean, this is an instrument. I'm just telling you. It's an instrument. It's a moneymaker. I'm telling you. An instrument. Joe Thomas proved that a year ago. You know? That's right. He did. He had to have surgery to repair that instrument. Right. True By instrument. Way, Connor, where are we at on the on the fan quest? Speaking of cooling for Who's us. Who's Connor? Stevie? Esteban. Yeah. You're calling him by his real name? Well, I just want to make sure I have Stevie. You're right. Shame on me. What happens? I'm gone two days. Has he watched any Eastbound and Down yet? Stevie, have you seen any Eastbound and Down? Training camp, man. No time. It's a half says. hour. No time. It's a half hour. It's a half hour. Pure joy. It's an it off day in the building. You would never know that based on this room. No, not us. No, we're here. Yeah. We're here. But do we uh, Do we have a fan then? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, One maybe. got installed. Okay. All right. Wonderful. Yeah. So we should have that tomorrow, which is nice. It's been there. We should have that tomorrow then. Yes. Yeah. Right? Okay. Okay. That's a win. Well, that's a win See? for everybody. See? How are you doing? Our weekend, I mean, we were here. Me and Gibbe and Esteban. We there were, were practices this weekend? Both days, brother. Hot. Hot. Boy, it was great. Nice, balmy. It was great. It was great. <laughs> I love training camp. I do, too. It's the best. I'm I am. done with it. Not going to lie. Let's go on and play some real We've got, games. like, a while left. I was looking at this I thing. Like so We've got the, a while left. Hold on. I feel like this yeah. is the scene in Caddyshack where he's like, I own lumber yards. I noticed you don't spend a lot of time there. 
That's yeah, I love training. I know someone spent a lot of time there, bro. You love it though. It's good. I love it. Yeah, yeah. it's the best. Um, <laughs> Boy, I did have uh, yesterday evening at a, at a wonderful day at the pool. Uh, played some pickleball, a little bit of hoops with the boys at a the home pool? At the pool. The home at the on the home front. Nice. Uh, we did that, and then uh, their grandpa wanted to take them fishing. So that's the one thing I don't do. I don't I don't do the fishing. Like that's sorry, Joe. Mr. Thomas Hoff, I don't, that's not my, that ain't my bag, baby. That's not my bag, baby. So, so, yeah. you know, you go right ahead, honey, you go down there and, um, and it's really good. Cause I do a lot of the, the coaching and stuff. So it's a good yeah. thing that the wife can do with them. And so I said, you know what? I think I'm, I'm going to go see if I can play a little bit. So I did. And I, I went out and I actually, it's, it's, this is the first time it's ever happened in my life. It's on a par three and a par four, but okay. I actually, for the first time in my life went birdie birdie. I've never done that in my life. The amount of birdies that I've ever gotten in my life are less than ten. All total, right, but they were. It was. It was a par three and then a, a par four, uh, number seven and number eight. And so we. I had a. It was really pretty good. It was good. Short little par three, really stuck it like to five feet, which was pretty good. So hold it's on, like one hundred and thirty-seven yard. Hold on. Par three over water. Seven and eight. So when then, we played, we played eight. the front first, right? When we played there. Yeah. Okay. So par five. Cool par four. Yep. Par three. Par three. Par four. Par four. God, what a memory out of you. Yeah. I'm g- par four up. Yep. Par four back. Yep. Par three. That's the one. So you birdied the par four that goes like kind of up the hill, or the par three is after that hole that goes straight up the hill? Par three is uh, before the hole, the hole that goes back up. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then I birdied the hole that went back up. Yeah. Yeah. So that was good. And then I thought, boy, I'm hitting it so good. I should hit a driver on nine, and I hit that 150 yards right <laughs> i was pure in the three wood hitting it great listen sometimes. so you know i don't know why that is i gotta get to the official teaching pro uh mr michael dixon he can help me yeah, he send videos with that. he help my chipping with just he, some he can figure me out on, on yeah. why i can't hit a driver straight but i can hit a three wood straight um also speaking of that my favorite coaching hat so i got bootsy's football practice tomorrow and then i got uh he doesn't want to be called black cobra anymore i gotta come up with a new nickname Paid doesn't want to be called Black Cobra anymore. I don't know why. What do you mean? I don't know. That's what he said over so the weekend. Like, He's like, can you come up with a new nickname with me? I said, it doesn't really work that way. Like, you named yourself that. This is like when Pedro said, I'm... Yeah, it is. Don't call me Pedro. Maybe I'll call him not Black Cobra. Yeah, call him not Black Cobra. <laughs> I like Yeah. I think he's going to really NBC. like that. Yeah, NBC. NBC. Not Black Cobra. Yeah. I think that's what I'll do. So he's got practice tonight, too. So my favorite coaching hat has been the one that the great Michael Dixon gave us, the all-white con- uh, Congo hat. I yeah, love it. So I was wearing it um, so last light Friday. On a hot day oh, too. and it's just, oh, it's perfect. And yeah. I've washed it several times, and it still is in really great shape considering all the use. But on Friday to this camp, I wore an orange hat. I don't even remember what it said on it, but I remember it was okay. orange. Okay. And in the car, because it was sweltering, as you will recall, so the hat was sweat-soaked, mm. and I placed it. On the Congo hat, which is always in my car, and the orange bled through onto the Congo hat. I panic. Certainly some sort of OxyClean spray something. No. It's done. It's done. Sad day. Sad day. Had a great run. Great run. Mine went on my honeymoon to Croatia. Yeah, mine's been everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's my favorite hat. It's a great hat. I've worn it consistently for like five years. Yeah. Yeah. Every football game I've coached in that hat. So yeah, here's the question. Day. Here's the question. Because it is a white 
Can't you bleach it? I wonder, but what about the the logo, the embroidery? Yeah. The worst case scenario is that the embroidery then becomes white, and it becomes a white on white, which would still kind of look okay. Does bleach work that way? Will it take it out of something like that without? I don't think the embroidery. I think the embroidery actually is. It is yeah. just like blue. So you may, uh, maybe I'll try that. I'll try some bleach tonight with it. Let's see if I can give it a go. Give it a go. I mean, at, give at it this go. point, it's worth like, salvaging. What do I have to lose? It's unwearable now. It's right. got rust. These are the paddles of life like, that you're trying yeah, to give to the hat. Right. <sighs> this was fun. I've enjoyed all this. Yeah, this is fun. Yeah. We, We're one month away from the kickoff of the NFL season. Great. What was the show? What did we, we did a show in here last week when we were having all sorts of fun, and then I shifted gears to the Watson stuff, and you yeah. go, you're going to do it anyway, aren't you? Yeah. You're going to do it, aren't you? Okay. We have, well, we have to. I guess we have to. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so there was some good news over the weekend. Uh, David Bell back. Anthony Walker Jr. back. Those are wins. Anthony Schwartz. So the debuts for some of these guys in, in the 2022 season. Which is good, and it's important. Obviously, David Bell is going to be a big part of what we're going to do. And, and Anthony Schwartz needs to be a big part of what we're going to do. And, and he certainly had a little bit of rust on him, to be honest with you, on the, uh, the first day back. So it, it, we'll talk about that as we kind of go through later on the show, things that Copious happened notes. over the weekend. But this receiver room right now because we haven't gotten to see it in its glory it remains to me the biggest question mark on this football team i know a lot of people want to talk about the defensive tackles being a question mark but jordan ellis no, look good taven bryan's look good they're going to be fine and in the context of what we're going to do as a defense they are going to be more than adequate the receiver room is the one and especially because we know that this is not you know, if you said you have a full season Deshaun Watson to elevate everything up, that's one thing. That's not we know that that is not what we're going to have. We are not going to have a full season of Deshaun Watson. At a minimum, it feels like best case scenario be we have him for eleven games, and I don't know if we're going to have that. Yeah, that seems fleeting. It does seem. Yeah, it does seem fleeting. I mean, this is why I've talked. We talked about it all season. Now we didn't. You know, all off season it was the room you looked at and you thought, eh, but you always. You, you had it in the context of – I can't remember who we had on from Houston, but they were like, look, Deshaun is going to elevate all John of this. McClain. It was John. It was, that's exactly right. It doesn't matter. He's going to elevate all of it. Well, now you're not going to have him for an extended period of time. So now that's a different issue. It's, it is compounded by the fact that you just have not been healthy. You know, Anthony Schwartz hasn't been on the field much. Not yep. this year, not last year. So that's a problem. David Bell is someone we loved, but we just haven't seen him much. You know, yeah. he's, he was great in rookie minicamp, great in training camp, but we, we need – or in uh, the, the minicamp. Sure. But you but he's got to get out there and, and start building that trust with Jacoby Brissett to start the season. That's that's where you're at. And then, you know, so it's a lot on Donovan Peoples-Jones. Amari Cooper's the he's the truth. But there it does feel like you're a little bit short in that room. Yeah, you just need other people that can come in and win consistently. And when we get into, you know, the weekend and who stood out – you know, there are some young guys who are, are going to have a chance to showcase their skills against Jacksonville. But in my mind, these are people that are competing to stay in the program, not so much to make the roster. And then the one other problem you have is that one of the guys who was the absolute bright spots in that room, Mike Woods, that, you know, you talked, I was all ready to, you know, on Friday be, oh, Mike Woods makes catch. And, oh, you know, Greg Newsom said of the guys, the young guys, the non, you know, Amari and DPJ, Mike Woods has been the toughest guy to cover. They're all the yeah. DBs think so. Well, now he's out for some time with a hamstring injury that was the same one that had kept him out of basically all the OTAs. And so it, it gets hurt again. That's a problem. He, he, now you don't know, you know, a, a hamstrings are probably a minimum if it's a bad one is a minimum of what, two weeks? 
yeah. probably oh, three, yeah. four. So yeah. now you're talking about does he is he ready for the opener? It, right. Does he even get a chance to show what he's got prior That's to the opener? Point. Does yeah. he get a chance to even participate in a preseason game? Yeah. I don't know the answer to that. And the tough part about that is it's a numbers game. Does he did you see enough in the first week of training camp with one day in pads to Good say point. this guy's on our roster? You know, he was certainly trending that way and more. It was trending like he was going to have a role. But to your point, by the time we get to cut down day, that's going to be a long time ago, my friend. Yeah, and so that's I think that's a significant thing. And again, this receiver room, it just is starting to feel like, and, and again, Schwartz had a very nice spring. I consider him to be the key to kind of unlocking this passing attack because of his speed and, and what he can do in terms of space creation. He's got He's going to have to be better than he was. It was, again, first day back into team drills yesterday, but he's got to be better than that. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if you can run past people if you can't catch the ball. Yeah. And that's the thing that he's worked on. And I know he's working very hard, and you can just see him fighting it out there, and so it's mental on some level, right? Mm-hmm. And you hope that he can overcome that because I think the Browns need him to do that. He's a guy that can make game-changing plays with his speed, field-changing plays. You know, we talked about at Auburn, he had the nine touchdowns and more than 50 yards. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. We need that here. We need it. Yes, yes, absolutely we do. Though that's It's just where you're at. Um, and then, of course, the you know the other news over the weekend, according to multiple reports, uh, Kareem Hunt asked for a trade after looking for a contract extension, sitting out the 11-on-11 periods for two straight days. Uh, reports are the trade request was denied by the Browns. Um, this is just from, you know, 30,000 feet. I wasn't here this weekend when this was all going on. Um, whoever, and this is me speaking, certainly, uh, as as just some dude who, who hosts this show with you, my friend, certainly not an organizational take. But if you were wanting these type of things, this ain't the time, brother. No. This ain't the time. Like, you're, there's a lot going on here. There is a lot going on. And the notion that, that like, now on August 6th, 7th, and 8th, now now do it? No, that that's not it. It's that's not a conversation for now. So I love Kareem. I love how he plays. We're better with him. Clearly, um, there is an intensity. I, we talked about it a lot last season. There's an, a, a violence he runs with that is just you. You can't coach it. You have it or not. It leads to injuries at times. A reckless abandon that he plays with. Um, we're better with all of that. And you know there will be a time to discuss future and what that could look like. This for is sure. a really good room, by the way. Um, and so for all of those reasons, yeah, for sure. Love him, but just terrible timing and, and terrible advice on how this came about or whatever. And clearly it feels like after being at practice yesterday that it was handled and discussed to his satisfaction on some level that perhaps there wasn't, you know, anything to do. And so boom, there he was right back in the mix and playing, you know, in the team periods after not doing that for a couple of days. So to me, it feels like that was handled. The Browns are not interested in trading him. I mean, you'd listen to offers on anybody, but that didn't seem to be anything that they were interested in doing really on any kind of a level. So Kareem's here. He's got a great opportunity, a part of, a, I think, a very good backfield. And the thing about it is he's still being compensated as a starting running back. Yes. Yeah. You know, is he being compensated as good as he believes he is? No. And I understand that. I think that's fair. But he is being compensated as a starting running back, even though we, and, and he's being viewed that way here by the Browns 
the thing about it is, you know, the starting running back here is Nick Chubb, and I understand why he wants to have the opportunity to do that himself, but that's just the way it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So that's – it's just – it was just the timing of it I thought was – not ideal. Not ideal, to say the least. So we'll have a lot of fun on the program today. We'll get into these copious notes um, when we get back. We'll also hear from some of the major participants uh, from practice over this weekend. You have that to look forward to, which is nice. It was Hall of Fame weekend down in Canton. Next week, going to be a biggie. Next season, going to be a biggie for the Hall, for the Hoff. That's, yeah. uh, That's going to be Hoff week. Let's get organized on that. Let's do that right. I believe that it will be handled very, very well. Let's make sure that's done handled- correctly completely appropriately by yeah. the Hoff, obviously well i know i'm not i'm not talking about the hop i'm talking about, about us. us well we'll i'm, I'm we'll talking about sure. us like let's not have next year hoff the hoffness and we're looking for fans you know what i mean no we're not looking for fans. yeah let's be dialed in it's the hop and 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 that's that's what we got to be ready for it it's gonna be us hop. against us against the jets in that game on thursday night yeah let's go let's do this thing right that's gonna be unbelievable by the way i mean that place will be jammed oh it's gonna be rocking for that yeah, yeah. it's gonna be awesome yeah gonna be very very good i can't wait for that one that one's gonna be a lot of fun uh we'll go over the copious notes coming up next we're off and running cleveland browns daily 850 espn cleveland cleveland browns daily on 850 espn cleveland Bath Authority can give you the bathroom of your dreams. They can do it for you in about a day, guys. Transform your current bath into a custom bath situation for a spa-like feel. Let the Bath Authority make it a reality for you at a fraction of the cost of the competitors. The Bath Authority is our area's premier bath and shower remodeler. They are experts and factory trained. Give them a call now. You get 500 bucks off your next custom bath or shower remodel. That number is 216-220-8399 or go to thebathauthority.com. It's where affordability meets quality. They have the largest selection of bath projects. They're all made in the United States. Change your bathroom from outdated to outstanding in about a day. Superior products, expert installers at the Bath Authority. 500 bucks off your next custom bath or shower remodel at 216-220-8399 or go to thebathauthority.com for more. And now time to open up the notebook for copious notes of the weekend, my friend. Yeah, so good weekend. Saturday in the pads. Sunday not in the pads uh, as they kind of capped off that three-day stretch. Incredibly hot both days. I thought going back to Saturday's practice, there were a lot of good things. We have a full Browns Live, by the way, of that practice. Uh, The defense continues to play very, very well. I would say our secondary continues to be very good, even in the one-on-one situations, which is a tough, tough thing. Greg Newsom got his hands on the football, got an interception. The one-on-ones got an interception in the team off of a ball that bounced really off the chest of the chief. Um, but I love that Watson went right back to him a couple of plays later in a similar spot and chief made a catch and, and a big gain. Um, it's kind of easier maybe to look at the two days as a whole and just go through, you know, each room. Yeah, go ahead. Can I ask you one question? Sure. And I have not seen as many as you practices. Does it seem like like Newsom could go to like a Pro Bowl level? I mean, is that too much? It feels like no. he's ready to go. Yes, I, I yes, and you know that, that we on this program are, are very good friends with the great Jeff Howard and Brandon Lynch, the defensive backs coaches, and Greg Newsom is. In Jeff's experience, the smartest defensive back he's ever been around. He put him up there with Harrison Smith, who was great for all those years in Minnesota as a free safety and incredibly smart guy. Um, he has 
the mental acumen to be great. He understands what he's seeing already. He can he's diagnosing plays already, kind of like we saw Eric Weddle do mm-hmm. against us all those many years ago. But this is a guy who's entering his second season, and so his mental aptitude's incredible. His physical gifts are are immense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you know he's yeah. got to stay healthy. Sure, sure. But I do think that there is a world that is not unrealistic where at the end of this year Greg Newsom is in the discussion for all pro and is a pro bowler and is going to all of a sudden regarded as one of the top corners in the game period like full yeah. stop again it's like I, the first week I was on holiday I was here all last week you were here over the weekend I haven't seen as much but in what I've seen it feels like he was really good last year and it feels like it's kind of like a leap which usually is when you're really good a leap means Something else. Yes. I'm starting to be head to elite. So didn't mean to interrupt, but I no. just as you were mentioning Newsom, I just that was an observation I had last week at camp. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think that it is more than in the realm of possibility. I think it is absolutely in the realm of possibility. And I think that he has a chance to be very special, just as in many ways, so does this this defense has a chance to be very, very special. But let's start offensively. Yep. So Saturday, at Saturday's practice, Josh Rosen got some work with the third team, was kind of the third team quarterback for Saturday's day, and it looked like he wondered, okay, maybe as he moved ahead of, of Josh Dobbs, who has had his struggles. And Rosen was very good. They opened practice on Saturday with a two-point conversion type of a play, and Rosen converted his, got his nice pass to uh, Nakia Griffin-Stewart, the young tight end right in the middle of the field, uh, for a successful conversion. He threw a couple nice touchdowns to Mike Harley Jr. That's a name you're going to hear me mention a bunch of times. Um, and Zaire Mitchell-Payton at the end of practice, and everybody went nuts. So he had a very good Saturday. Sunday, Dobbs got the opportunity back with the threes and had, I thought, his best day of practice. And in, in one, at the end of practice, what they did was they had the one offense against the two defense. Okay. The two offense versus the one defense, and then the three offense versus the three defense. And the scenario was you had the ball in, like, I think your own 20, and you were down three, and you had a minute and 10 seconds left to get in a field goal range for a tie, score a touchdown to win, or bubkiss. Brissett actually got them into field goal range, and Cade York make the field goal. The defense did a good job of holding. They had one kind of big play to Harrison Bryant. Um, and they were able to kind of get down in the in the mix, and then the defense kind of stiffened up, field goal, so that was a tie. The one offense got down the field again. It was Watson to Harrison Bryant on a rollout that got them into field goal range. Cade York made the field goal again, and, and they got it done. The 3v3s, Dobbs hit Zaire Mitchell-Payton for what could have been a touchdown, but was certainly very close, and then finished the drive with a touchdown to Mike Harley Jr., so the threes did it, and Dobbs actually, that was the best sequence he's had, I think, out here. Now, you mentioned, I talked about, you know, in the quarterback room, Watson continues to be good. Brissett, I thought, had has had some nice days, made some very good throws, and they did a red zone seven-on-seven seven on Saturday, and I thought he did a good job in there uh, with a lot of touchdowns. Again, Mike Harley Jr. was on the receiving end of some of those. DPJ had a nice stretch with um, Deshaun Watson. But it's clear that, Watson is on his own level. Brissett is on his own level. And then Dobbs and Rosen are competing. And it was fun to see that Saturday-Sunday competition that the two of them both looked looked good on those two days. And I think that was something that was, I think, probably exciting to the coaching staff. That was something you were hoping to see. And it was something you did get to see. Well, the big thing there is that's 
we know for, that we're going to be without Deshaun Watson for at least the first six games. So that, you know, those guys can play themselves into being a backup quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Over the course of the next few weeks. Well, and what's fascinating to me is how do we approach this preseason as our, our quarterback coach, Drew Petzing, walks by? How are we approaching that position this season? I wonder if he's going in there with the same question I have. Why can I only get the sidelines on here? He's got it. He does have it. His iPad. It feels like he's not pleased. I think it could be. I think that's it. You would rarely see. No, you never see that. You never see coaches walking with their iPad. That's where he's going. Right. He's heading right to those guys to say, "What's What's going on here, fellas? Why is it Why is it sideline sequence only?" Yeah, he's not. I'm going to go ask them as well after. But I'm guessing it's sorted. I bet it will be sorted. I probably won't even have to go there, but it'll end up being sorted now. Um, How do they approach that? I, it feels like Watson's going to play. Does Brissett play in the preseason at all? Does Brissett play in preseason game one at all? Or does he only play in preseason game three? He's given him the iPad. He's the iPad stayed. Yeah, you figure this out. It's Drew. This is untenable. Yeah. He's, I'm not having un, this. I'm not having it. Drew walks back. iPad there. Oh, Watch those laces. Yeah. Get that thing tied Careful. up, buddy. I think that's going to be a fascinating thing. We're, you would expect to see a lot of Dobbs and Rosen. Yeah. You know, but how much Watson do we see? How much percent do we see? And these are questions that I imagine will be answered at some point this week. And, and my guess would be Kevin Savancy got media tomorrow. Yeah. And then not again, right, Gibbs? Is that right? Gibby's playing on his phone. Gibby's going through training. We got like 300 training requests for us all right now. What are you got, talking about training requests? We got to go through the, the league, the gambling policy we've got to go through something to prevent cyber attacks we've got to uh, migrate our phones we have a lot of stuff going on right now which is i literally kind of a busy time of year a, a to-do list today and i'm like i'm not sure what? when i'm gonna have time to do all this why but, are you okay. guys doing this in the middle of camp couldn't this have been done in july i don't know one of them one of them is the gambling thing it's like a league thing that's a league initiative you have to get certified you have to do it it, it always happens during training camp but there's at least three other things that I've got to fill out in the next two weeks. That's probably number 48, 49, and 50 on my current list of things that Give I've a, done. Stefanski, I'm on, a, I'm on a, actually a call with the league right now. That's why I stepped oh, in. Oh, very good. Stefanski speaks tell, tomorrow. Tell and then, to wait. you got to be on CBD with us for a second. Yeah. Go oh, ahead. He's not on this call. <laughs> Stefanski speaks tomorrow and then not again, right? Correct. Until post game. So Correct. If he's going to share with the world his plans, it will be tomorrow. No, he, so he won't it, talk again until post game in Jacksonville on Friday? Correct. Yeah. Tomorrow and then Friday? Yeah. Wednesday's a travel day. Thursday. Let's go over that and then we'll get back to the copious notes. So you're outside tomorrow, fans, Correct. normal camp. Yep. Close practice Wednesday, but it'll be here. Yes. Okay. And then we travel. Then you travel Wednesday night. So Thursday, we'll practice down in Jacksonville. It's going to be a non-football team-building activity. Is that right, Gibbe? trying to think. What are you going to, what are you do in Jacksonville? I don't What's know. wrong? On Thursday, to a wing joint. Their, their schedule for Thursday was some type of a team-building activity. A team-building right? activity in there? Jacksonville? I thought it was Wednesday when we get in. You get in Wednesday night, but Thursday's the team-building. Wednesday building. at like 9 o'clock. But there's no schedule. So Thursday, Thursday I'm, for you guys is free. Well, there's Browns <laughs> Daily and the coaches show. Same. Well, that's at night, but Same. Daily's at one. We'll do that show at one. So listen, Same. the heart wants what the heart wants, brother. I know. And then, but you have you have Thursday morning. Thursday there's morning. a window. 
There's a window. There's a window. You guys could easily do. He's it. not buying into this. Like you guys I could easily might. do like well, an eight. Well, he he's already played Sawgrass, and so most people when they go down there they want to play Sawgrass. It's the it ends extraordinarily, but it's first of all, I'm guessing irregular. there's going to be my guess would be give aim. You correct me if I'm wrong. My guess is production meetings will be on Thursday. I mean, you got to have everybody there though to have the production meeting. Yeah, I don't know. And I don't I don't believe certain people are in till later in the day. It's true. Some people are getting in on third. Maybe they'll be on Friday. Listen, and I'm also taking this very seriously, Bob. This is the the debut. So, so it's a preseason notes. for you two. Let's be fair. Okay, we're get, we're getting. The, you're going to thrive on. You will be the best right, to ever do to this. Playoff overtime rules. Like you on color in the preseason, please. You know this roster front and back, brother. Well, this is more storytelling than football reaction. It is, but like you're going to you'll crush. I mean, you're going to absolutely crush. Come on, give me a break. This is, let's see. I think um, I'm trying to think where I want you to play. But I'm not breaking. We can't break our clubs down. Why? Because we had to bring our suitcase and a and a backpack. So you make your clubs the Listen, the backpack. I'd be perfectly happy, by the way, if it's like nice out to go like hang out at the pool, do a little swimming. Little, little fitness in the morning. I don't think we're getting to golf on Thursday. I just don't see that happening. Sad. I'd love it. I think it's sad. It is sad. It's sad when you're down there for the full day. You know, listen. If you want to run CBD from back here, give me and I could go run a mock. No, no, no. That'd that's the fun. gig. You and Esteban. That's the gig. The Bo and Stevie. Show. All you got to do is be there by one. Be to the hotel by one. Right. Tee off at eight oh eight. It's done. Easy. Too easy. Too easy. Give Shaw right, a call. Yeah, maybe he's raising his eyebrows. Give Shaw a call. Yeah. See what he can see where he plays. Where's Tony play? Set up your boys and let's go. Let's get this done. That's what I want for you. So, all right. So then we're back Friday. So you'll have the game on Friday night. Friday night after the. My God, to think about this. If if you don't have some sort of resolution on the Watson thing by tomorrow, when Stefanski That's meets right. with the media. If it comes between then or Friday night, you will not hear from Stefanski until after Friday night. Perhaps there, be a there would be a special whatever, something. But, right. Yeah. Um, and then whatever the plan is for Watson in the preseason game on Friday. Yeah. I'm, I think that whole part of this is, is going to be fascinating. What do Agreed. they actually do at the quarterback position? If – we know Watson is out for six games or whatever it is going to be. He's going to play, but do you expose Brissett, or do you think as a veteran he's had enough exposure in his career, or do you want him to get some run in this offense prior to the fact that you know, you've know you got a game coming up? I, or do you say with Jacoby, we're gonna, you're actually going to go in there with the ones against Philly when they're here yeah. in the joint practices, and you're going to get all of your reps that way? At some point it transitions to – Hey Jacoby, what do we need to do to get you ready? Yes, how do we get that, you ready? That that probably is going to happen soon, right? Because the reality is, is what the reality is on the Watson side of things. So then the following week, when we return, you'll be you'll have a camp practice on Sunday, here, correct? Yep. And then you'll go Monday, Tuesday, camp practices. Done. That's a wrap for the camp portion of it. And then the Eagles get here Wednesday. That's right. Okay. So that's the setup. 
that's that's where it is. Boy, that is. I mean, this is a really interesting week. Yeah. Eagles come in Wednesday. First joint practice is Thursday. Okay. All right. So, and we're housing them here. Yes. Are they shipping them? Obviously, they're not staying here, but they're the practice yeah, will be. They here. will be staying downtown. I think it'll be similar to what the Giants did in the fact that they will go to First Energy, change into their gear, and then bus here. Okay. Okay. And then do it out here. Okay. So we have. The, are those open? They are not. For us, even like we can't. Uh, we don't even get. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. People like us. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes. Okay. So that would be fun to see. That's always fun when you get to see that a little bit. Uh, so that's the way that that goes. All right, we we were derailed. Any other thing in the copious notes from this weekend that you want to get to, my friend? Well, yeah, and we got we'll get time to come back to this, but so just kind of rounding it out. So Javon Wims had a big catch in that two minute drill. He was back. This is a guy who's been in thirty three career games, seven starts uh, with the Chicago Bears prior to joining the Cleveland Browns. So he's a he's six four. He's a guy that you know has some size. Maybe he can play his way back into potentially competing for a spot on the team. Like I said, he's been in the league for a couple of seasons. Good size, made a big play in that two-minute drill. So he's somebody that stood out. Mike Harley Jr. just keeps making plays. Mm -hmm. And I, I asked Chad O'Shea, said, what do you like about him? And he said, he just he's not the biggest. He's not the fastest. He's not the most gifted. He just knows how to get open and catches the ball when you throw it to him. Feels and like a win. That's a win. And so he's somebody that I think has elevated his stock and certainly has a chance, like I said, to be, you know, somebody of consequence. And he's, had, he's caught passes from Watson. He's caught, he gets from, from Brissett, from Dobbs, from Rose, everybody. He's caught a touchdown pass in the last week. Actually, from Friday, Saturday, Sunday, he caught a touchdown from Watson on Friday on a deep seam. He got a touchdown from Brissett in the red zone. The very next play, they went to the threes. He caught a touchdown from Rosen in the red zone, and then he catches a touchdown that wins this two-minute period yesterday from Dobbs. So he's caught a touchdown from every quarterback yeah. just over the weekend. So he's had a very nice part of his camp, and, and he just makes plays. He knows where to be. He's got he's quick. O'Shea's already a fan. Is He's made plays. He's somebody who I think has helped himself a lot. And now if he can continue that against, you know, Jacksonville, if he ends up having a good game, I think that'll that'll help him. What's he fighting for? Is he fighting for Russ? I don't know. But he's been good. And he's somebody who in this preseason I think has a chance to open up some eyes. I think that's where the receivers, whether it's Felton, Jakeem Grant, who considers himself a receiver, you know, whether it's Mike Harley Jr., whether it's Travell Harris, whether it's Javon Wims, Schwartz even. Like these guys in the preseason have to keep making plays. And then I would say in the tight end room, everybody's making plays. And if there's one guy that's, I think, struggled a little bit the last couple of days, it's been Miller Forsyth. He's had a couple of just bad drops. Mm -hmm. Stanton catches everything that's thrown his way. Nakia Griffin-Stewart is very much a move tight end who is very good in the pass game. Mitchell Payton keeps making plays. That's one I think that could be very, very interesting in terms of, you know, who are the four tight ends when it's all said and done. Brian and Njoku are locks. Beyond that, I don't think there are any locks. The versatility of Stanton I think gives him some type of an edge but Forrestal's got to bounce back after having a very good spring he's he's just kind of slowed down the last couple of days so copious that's, that's the group do. and that's then, what you do this is this is your yeah it's a good job of you thank you and we haven't it's got the defense yet but we're well know, we got time, we got time. We'll get, we're gonna we get some time, time. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll get into the defensive uh, highlights over the weekend uh, coming up in addition to that you'll hear from some of uh, of the people we've discussed including 
uh, Mr. Newsom and, uh, and, and some of the highlights from the sound over the weekend. You have that to look forward to, which is nice. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Rumpke Weiss Recycling, family owned and operated. Whether you join them as a customer or as an employee, you'll become part of the family. Visit Rumpke.com to learn more. Before we hear from various luminaries over the weekend, the copious notes on the defensive side of the ball, my friend. All right, we'll start up front and in on the end, Miles and Clowney. It's a full day. They're just Miles is operating at a level that I've never even seen, even from him at mm-hmm. a practice. He's just wrecking practice from time to time, and it's it is a tough thing. And and I know Jed Will's getting good work against him, and they're working with him, and he's been you know much improved. Miles is just on a completely different level. And I thought over the weekend we started to see them start to do some of the games, some of the twists with the defense and the stunts, and and. These two defensive tackles, especially Taven Bryant. Taven Bryant can move. Mm-hmm. Perrion can move. Um, and they are able to – they were getting around the quarterback quite a bit. So that was good to see um, from the guys up front. Alex Wright left practice on Saturday, but then came right back. So And it was practicing yesterday, so that was good. Um, you lost Steven Weatherly over the weekend. Mm-hmm. He was placed on IR, <laughs> so he was a veteran in that defensive end room. They bring in Chris Odom, um, who was the USFL Defensive Player of the Year, former high school teammate actually of Miles Garrett's. Uh, at Martin mm. High School in Arlington, Texas. So he's in the mix now at that defensive end room. Um, you go to the linebackers. You know, Jacob continues to get all the work at the Mike linebacker. Tox getting some backup Mike linebacker work, which he's having a blast with. But Phillips and Owusu <coughs> are just excellent. Mm-hmm. And we're getting a walk back, which is going to be good. Secondary-wise, um, I'll just throw out, MJ's getting a ton of work with the ones and playing well. They love him. Greedy's back uh, in the team drills over the weekend. He's been excellent. AJ's been excellent. Um, Greg has been ridiculously good. Grant's been good. John's been good. Ronnie's been good. And then some guys under the radar. Uh, Pernell Motley has had a couple of nice practices, got his hands on the ball. DeAnthony Bell had a pick six over the weekend um, off of a pass from uh, Josh Dobbs. He's been, he has stood out on multiple practices and gotten recognition internally for that. Uh, he is a, a safety. Um, Lavert Hill, who we signed when we waived Reggie Robinson injured, he had a pick on his like first day and off of a tip, a Ronnie Harrison tip, and he ended up getting the pick in the back of the end zone. So there are there's a lot to like in that secondary room. Very deep, incredible competition. I think just not only to make the roster, but to stay in the program, to stay here. There are guys who are playing uh, very well. So the Anthony Bell, though, he's somebody that I kind of signaled out early. Um, continues to impress. He can run, and they're excited to see him hit people because they think he's a real physical player as well. Do you think it is? Um, it's interesting because it's this is it's not a surprise that uh, Nick Chubb and uh, and Miles Garrett are Nick's uh, been are extraordinary, yeah. but it feels like this year the this camp the two of them have even been. I would completely agree. Like with you. it just feels like clowny you, too. You, you, I'm sure you have friends. I have friends who are like you know you you whether you have a business you have a trade. Uh, you, you reach a point, usually it's in your mid-40s, where you feel like, okay, I got this sorted out. It's time to stack years and crush this for a while. It feels like they're in the professional athlete equivalent of that right now, oh, Chubb yeah. and, and, and Miles. They just feel like, I'm the best running back. I'm the be- best defensive end on the planet. Watch me work. And they both just they both look extraordinary every single practice. 
Yeah, and you know, one of the things to be fair, people when I was saying earlier that well, yeah, the you know, the number two offense led by Brissett got down on the field in the field goal range against the number one defense and were able to get it done. There are two plays. One of them was a big one to Javon Wims that I talked about. I think John John Johnson gets a sack or certainly hits him and disrupts that play, but that ends up being a forty yard gain. And then there's another one where you'd have a hard time leading me to believe that Miles Garrett isn't getting a sack, but they counted as, you know, like a 15-yard completion over the middle of Johnny Stanton. So take it with a grain of salt that the one defense gave up the field goal at the end of the game because it could very well have been the case that they gave up nothing and had two monster sacks. Yeah, and and so this leads us, great job of you on the notes. Miles, Miles, Miles Garrett, to your point, seems to be enjoying himself. He seems to be more comfortable. He's interacting Agreed. with the fans every single day, and he is just out there absolutely wrecking shop. It's almost – it's to me it feels like – I said this last week early on. It feels like he's like, you're damn right I'm the face of the franchise. Watch me. Like, that's what it seems like. I mean, it's – he was doing something today with back-to-school stuff with kids. Like, yep. he's just fully in. As, as all in as can be is, is Miles Garrett, and it's really, really cool to see. He's got a chance to be one of the most beloved athletes in this city uh in in the history of the city like it's in the cards the way that his career has started the way that he's taken to the town the way that he stays here in the off season all that stuff it's starting to stack a little bit for him and you yeah, can see it you can see it um all right let's hear from some of the luminaries let's start with john johnson the third um because i think one of the things that's really critical is that while all of this stuff is going on like we can say like we're not paying attention to it but it, there's a lot the Watson stuff's a lot. You get the Kareem news over the weekend. Uh, John Johnson was asked about the team's chemistry this year. Here's what he had to say. 100%. I feel like we're a much closer team. And I think, like, the most connected team usually wins. You know, when you get down and, like, late in games, um, you need that little, that extra little push, that extra chemistry with one another to, you know, to get over that hump. So I think, like you said, offense, defense, um, core teamers, I think we're all gelling much better. Um, I don't know if it's because of COVID. You know, we, we all in the same locker room now. But guys, like, that I never talked to before. Literally, we're on the same team around each other every day. I might not have talked to him. I talk to him now, and I think that's like spread across the whole team. Yeah, that that defense has got a lot of juice to it. We mentioned uh, Newsom earlier, and just how it feels like he's ready to take a leap. Here is Coach Howard on Newsom not getting an interception in a game yet, but you can feel it's coming. I think plays come to you when you do things correctly. I think when guys start searching and reaching for plays, I think that's when it's not good for the defense, it's not good for the player. I think if you have the right process, you, you do your job the way that we ask you to do, like plays are going to come to you. And I feel the same way about Greg. And it's, go ahead. Greg was around the ball a lot. He had, you know, double-digit pass breakups in his rookie year. He is going to be just fine. Interceptions sometimes are a factor of luck. Yes, and, and they've got to throw the ball in your direction. I think, Greg, it's, it's all going to come for him. I'm not worried about that. I really think at the end of this year, though, we are going to be – he is going to be regarded as one of the best corners in the league, and our cornerback tandem is going to be regarded as absolutely elite in the game. What, where are we on, on uh, Denzel? From a health standpoint, hopefully soon, right? I mean, I think that's what yeah, we all want. A couple weeks hopefully in here soon. now, yeah, yeah. You just it's, wonder where that will be. He's the good news is it's foot, but he's been, and it's what happened at the end of the minicamp. But he's in sneakers the whole time. He's going through everything outdoors. Yeah. He's 
cheering on his teammates, able to run around and jump around. So I think it's a matter of time, and they're just being cautious. And Denzel Ward is one of those known proven commodities, and you want him for week one. Week one of the preseason doesn't matter for no. Denzel Ward. Week one matters, and I think they have a plan to make sure that that does happen. But the, the benefit of this is you are getting a tremendous amount of quality first-team reps for A.J. Green and M.J. Emerson. Man, I like the look of that kid. He just, they, did he have a good weekend, Emerson? He had a very good weekend. So did A.J. Green. I mean, and they're yeah. both tall. They're both around 6'2". Mm-hmm. But M.J. is just – the way that he moves, everything about him, it feels like the Browns got a very good value with him in, in that third round, yeah. and I know uh, they are quite pleased. That The secondary – the back seven here has a, has a chance to be just absolutely a problem for every team that it plays. And then when you couple with that the fact that you have those two defensive ends – um, that's why there is such a comfort around here, regardless of the Watson situation, because of how good this defense is and how it's built. It's built for sustainability. A lot of these guys are really young. They're under contract for a long time. Clowney, obviously, just for one year, but almost everybody else is either locked up long-term yeah. um, or still on rookie deals. So this this defense is going to grow together at a very high level for, for many, many years to come, and you're seeing it on display here in camp. One other thing I want to backtrack on a little bit, uh, we had the Hoff on all last week. Yeah. Uh, we talked about his work that he was doing um, on the offensive line. Uh, he went out for a second uh, session. Oh, I think it was a Friday after our show. He went back out there again and got some yeah, work got, in. Yeah, and got to be around them. Yeah. Uh, spent some time with Jed Wills. Uh, Coach Callahan was asked about Jed Wills and how he's feeling in, in, in regard to, obviously, some of Joe's work as well. Here's Coach Callahan on that. He's coming along. You know, we're, we're trying some different things, you know, with him in terms of pass protection. We're trying to get him to feel comfortable, you know, not only with his set, but with his different, with the different types of hand usage that we're trying to employ. And, and Joe Thomas has been incredibly helpful, and it's great to have him back with us. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And it was, I love that. We feel Hoff, that way. too, because it, you could tell he had joy in it. It was a lot he of fun. He had the best him. time ever. Yeah. Like, he loved it. It was more than joy for him. It was yeah. literally, he could not have been happier. Yeah, yeah. Very good on that front. Uh, the only other thing that I wanted to get to here was uh, Cade York, who's been great in <laughs> camp. Uh, just hits booming one after booming one. He's got a fantastic mustache. He's working. Uh, last week, last I saw him, I'm assuming that that's still, that thing is still cruising along. Yep. Um, he, he was available over the weekend as well and spoke about the confidence that he has in the long field goals especially. Anything in my range, I'm going out there thinking the same way. Um, just three points on the board, whether it's a short field goal, long field goal, PAT. Just they put me out there for it. I'm going to have confidence in myself, and I'm going to put it through. So, you got to be a different dude to be a kicker, man. Yes, and he is a different dude in terms yeah. of temperament and in terms of talent. And yesterday, they gave him an opportunity to make a 45-yard field goal, and if he did practice, would be over. If not, there was going to be more stuff to come, and he drilled it. Buried it. Got lifted up on the shoulders of his teammates. He's only missed two kicks so far in all of training camp, mm-hmm. and both were from 55-plus. Now, he's made from 55-plus, too, but anything under 55 yards so far, he is perfect in this training camp. Which was – I don't no names, but do you remember the camp where we couldn't make any? I do. There have been a few like that. <laughs> There's one in my mind especially where it was like, can somebody make one, please? Can we make one? So this it is, is not different. like that. It is very different. This is very, very, very different. different. All right, yep. coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have a little fun uh, with the Hall of Fame weekend uh, down in Canton. Um, I saw. you see the ratings for this? thing on thursday i'm telling you they got yeah, a better sort of than this. the nba finals but still it's still, still better than nba finals is. and better than well, NHL some it was and... like 5.4 or whatever sure it was 
better than NHL for sure, better than a lot of the golf. But yeah, I mean, it's it is dwindling. They they need to they got to get it right. That's why they should, they should do what we wanted, what we. Said. Or you It'd could do it fun. week three of the preseason. So it's like the dress rehearsal, a dress rehearsal game. Sure. That that would work too. Figure something out. Uh, yeah. but we'll we'll have a little fun with that coming up next. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on eight fifty ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Elk and Elk Serious Lawyers, Serious Injuries. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO for a free case review. Elk and Elk's proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. All right, this is – who came up with this list? We got a list. First of all, before we do that, fix the Hall of Fame weekend. What would you do right? Did you read, by the way, Joe Varden's piece in The Athletic on the no. Hall of Fame setup down there? No. The Hall of Fame Village, the whole operation? That's I, mean, I was there, there last year for with my buddy for Edger and James. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, it's cool. Um but like that Hall of Fame village, like they're going to do a water park and the hotels and all these other things that are going to be going on down there. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. it's it's really ambitious. Feels like it. Yeah. And it's cost a lot. I'd like it to be a great water park, though. I don't want no average water park. I'd like it to be an elite water park. An elite water park is one of the great experiences How do you, define you can it? have. Great slides, lots of slides, tons of slides so that there are not a lot of, like the lines aren't untenable. The last part's the most important. Right. The, it's not even so much that, I mean, because be honest, like the what's the best water slide you've ever ridden in your life? Is it either the straight down or one of the turny ones that last forever? Those are usually no, the like best. the ones that the did drop. you ever, did you ever go the when Geauga Lake was open? No. Uh-uh. So they had a three of them that were like way up and they were tight, dark tubes, yep. and like you were flying down around the whole deal in dark. Felt like you were going up sometimes, even though you were going down. Yeah. It was they were tremendous. Give me some of that. Inject that into my veins. Give me like, why can't we have 12 of those at one place? Let's get 12 ones like that. Let's get a couple of the ones that drop you through straight down and you go crazy sure. in there. Let's get some big, let's get some ones that were all together in a tube. We're going around the big funnel. That's always fun. Let's do all that stuff. Get a great, a great lazy river. You and love then, a right and, who doesn't love a lazy river. And how river? about a great adventurous river? Let's have all the rivers. Let's have it all. I love a good water park. I do. I too. don't even know where there is a good water park. Like the Cedar Point so one. Sorry, I've heard the Cedar Point one was good. I just had reviews that it's new and it's all great. That they got it sorted out. So they is don't. it new from like two years ago? Like they fixed it? No, probably not. Yeah, then no. So it's not. Eh. Not that many great slides and a lot of long lines. That's not a great water park experience for me. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that at all. I was trying to find like somebody needs to make like. Cedar Point has an embarrassment of riches of roller coasters. Right? They do. So there's do, like yeah. eight elite roller coasters, okay? Or yep. six, whatever. Somebody give me a water park that's the equivalent of that, where there's like 10, I got to go on these ride rides. I don't have a problem with that. And let's crank them through. Let's get efficient in our process here. Let's go. That's the key to it. That's the real key to it is that um, – all right, so this has got to be what they had like at Geauga Lake. That's at the Royal Caribbean thing. Yeah, that looks we outstanding. We stopped at that place at the, on the Buckeye Cruise. I stopped yeah. there at that joint. That looks fantastic. And that top thing, you go all the way to the top. It's like t- nine stories up. Fine. 
and 10 stories and it just whips around. You get in the tube. You can't see anything. It's pitch black. Yes. You have no idea Great. where you are. Fantastic. I felt like I was going to drown. But you A little didn't. bit. Didn't. Felt yeah. like it. And like when I was a kid, we had raging waters where we had ones where you had these big humps and you yeah. go flying off the humps in there. And then somewhere you'd fly off of a hump into the water. And then yes. now they have the things that you slide down and shoot back up off these ramps and fly around into water. Yep. Give me that. Those. Everything. Everything that's a, give me, that's a hit anywhere where people are like, oh, wow, this is great. Give me one water park. It's got it all. One of those coffin drops where you get in there, yeah. and they close it, and then the that bottom freaks me out. out. I don't like those. They have one of those there too. That was a full day. Those make me the yeah. three second countdown makes three, me very two, uncomfortable. One. Yeah, I am yeah, like that. Not great. Yeah, yeah, I don't like. I have no problem crazy. like slingshotting myself into a dark one. I don't care about that. Even if it's straight down, right out, you know, you get in and it's going. Yeah, Phew! yeah, no problem. But when I'm standing there and the bottom, the thing that you're counting on with the ground when you stand on it is that it's there and stable, and then it's not. Yeah, and you're it. Ugh. bit much i'll do it yeah they should do that though they should take our notes do you and i have a future as like water slide consultants i think so could we build these things yes it feels like the only thing that's tough about building something like that here is that the weather sucks for eight months right it's not going to be here and i've accepted yeah. that it won't be here so you really need to do one of these in like phoenix yeah fine. that's probably where you Perfect. need to be where we're Florida. going that's where the, the with yeah. the hoff with the <laughs> you imagine if the hoff builds it's a casita just a little casita we I've could got, pop into. I've I'm in on his pool house and it's it's so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I think Just we pop I think in there. there is pop in there. Sure. You know? I'll cook. Hey Hoff. Hey. What's up, I'll bro? bring the whiskey. Let's play some Way golf. Like the fact that the he office. loves like why have we not golfed? I didn't know that he did. Me neither. Until you asked him that he did. It's gotta be like breathtaking to watch him strike the golf ball. I just imagine if it's like with anything with him, like if he ever were to start it, I feel like he'd be like a three handicap in a month. In a no time. Yeah. Just too good an athlete. I will say, though, like, big play Gare hit the ball farther than I've ever seen anybody hit a golf ball. But his, like, range was 300 yards right and left. So. There was no way to corral it. No, but when he did happen to hit one that was findable, boy, it was a peach. Pretty great on a scramble situation. Especially if they have somebody like you who's sure, always going to hit there. it. Yeah, yeah, because then you get to use that. You might only get like three out of the eighteen not from big play gear, <laughs> but those three will be spectacular. Those would be great. Yeah. All right. Very good. Um, bunch of new people, just faces, trying to sort them out. I don't know all these humans. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, all right, Gibby. Gibby is Gibby playing this with us? Or are you on some conference? Are you call? playing Gibby? Are you playing this game with us? Are they in or are they out? What are we doing? Are you playing the game? I mean, I can. You are you going to have Stevie to Stevie? To, why don't you have Stevie fill in on your project? Yeah, have him fill in on your project, and you fill it here. <laughs> well, I'll play. We can play right now. Go play. Let's go. Let's go. In or out? A little traveling music on a Monday, Paul. You got it. It's he's Paul is two steps ahead of you and three steps ahead of we Secret can't Service. Hear it in here. Why? You know, it's funny. Because that studio is wired spectacularly. So when, when we, well, you built it. When we came back yes, to air. you built said. it. <laughs> As we came back to air, Stevie's looking at me and he's going, go, go, go. And I'm like, I can't, there's nothing there's in my nothing ears. Here, there's Stevie. nothing here. And he's like, he's like trying to figure it out. So apparently as we were relaxing in the break and I had my foot up here, I kicked this off right here. This little button right here. Oh, baby. I kicked that off and that's why there was no audio. Oh, but I figured it out. Figured it out You're in a matter of solver. seconds. Thrive on enthusiasm. Oh boy! All right, go ahead. Easy, you know, people are replaceable, and have been I, already. I, I believe that we've had this conversation. Well, you listen. You and I both know I don't need this job.
You're not going Look anywhere. Stop. Look at, I'm not listening. I was going to say, we'll see you on the course Thursday morning. <laughs> tea time, 7 a.m. Can, can I get a standing 107 tea time? Waka. <laughs> uh, that gonna... would be the one thing. If we could, like, move this show to another time. Yeah. <laughs> to a I... 3 to 5 or to a – or just go 9 to 11. Oh, baby. Well, that would be a bit of a conflict for, you. for me. Yeah. But if I'm not here, then you can do whatever you want. His other co-host. Just hey, have, me down, have me out on your other program that we can just have fun down <laughs> just there. Just do that? Yeah. <laughs> sort that out. How about that? Uh, from CBSSports.com, NFL's top 20 players not in the Hall of Fame. Where the heck is Patrick Willis? Uh, he's on this list. Hold on. Let me get my... He should be in. Oh, hold on. I My call just ended. I can get my laptop and use he it. Oh, should, there you go. He should be number one. Five-time first-team All-Pro. should pro. not be. You're, you are dumb. Five. Jeez, you're dumb. Give me a bat. Give me. How about a, instead of name-calling, give me a coherent argument as to why I'm wrong. Um, the only person on this list who I could say deserves it as much Zach is Zach Thomas. Yep. Zach Thomas is the – Zach Thomas not being in is borderline criminal based on resume and precedent. Well, that, that, that would put him ahead of Patrick Willis. They're right there, though. They're one and two. They should be one, two. I don't know about that. Patrick Willis is the linebacker equivalent of – he's even more accomplished than Terrell Davis was. Zach Thomas, seven-time Pro Bowler, five-time All-Pro in 12 seasons. Okay? You heard that, Gibbe? Yep. What because was he? Seven-time Pro Bowler, five-time first-team All-Pro – in 12 seasons. Patrick Willis, seven seasons in the league, seven Pro Bowls, five first-team All-Pros. And he's Only one, one second-team All-Pro. So the, the problem is – No, it's is, not because there's already precedent. How can precedent. you say that it's a problem? No, no, because it's what Baselli ran into. Did you play long enough? Okay. No. Okay. Hold on a second. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm I know not you're not. This, I'm just saying. I'm saying that has been the argument with some of these. All you have to do is do the Terrell Davis Thank thing, you. and it's Thank done. You. Terrell Davis's resume: three-time first-team All-Pro, three-time Pro Bowl, seven seasons, seven seasons. Next, like Gail Sayers too. It's the same. There are guys who have done this. Honestly, Willis is more, more accomplished impressive. than Baselli. He's more accomplished than Davis. And I feel Baselli, the same about Thomas. Three-time like, first-team All-Pro in seven seasons. The guy was first-team All-Pro five times in seven seasons. It's just got to be five. It's got to be who's presenting him. Easy. Who's Never presenting him? Five. Who's presenting Patrick Willis? Because they're failing him. They're failing him. Big. It's insane. It's like it's not known. He should have been a first ballot. by the way. Was at Cedar Point's Peck Weekend, not impressed with the lazy river. Water slide lines were too long, dried by the time of sliding. Cocktails at the adult pool saved the day. $50 entry, a bit outrageous. Water park turd. Who's not that a reimbursement? I think it's hard because you're talking. I mean, again, you, how many time, how, how much can you invest in a water park in Ohio? True. Somebody says Volcano Bay and Universal by Universal in Florida is exactly what you're talking about. A must visit. Okay, I, that's good. I, to know. Volcano Bay. That's what he says. So I was on I was on my call when you guys were talking about this. Did you mention Zambezi Bay in Columbus? It's not in the same league as these, though. I like they? the water slides. Well, I mean, those are some pretty spectacular. They have things. some, but it's oh boy, this is this Universal thing is holy cow, that's pretty good. That's unbelievable. Yeah, let's go. Does That's it have this thing, at. though? Does it have this thing, this with guy? The, with that big guy who jumped off? Yeah, look where at this is guy. that? 
I don't know, but I, my water park has to have one of these things. That's at the Frenzy Water Park. Look, at, I looked it up, and I kept just getting, like, someplace in Malaysia. How fun does that look? It feels like a home run. Oh, my gosh. This thing's unbelievable, this volcano water park. Holy cow. I love a good water park. I mean, this is unbelievable. All right. In or out? Go. We started this. Patrick Willis in first. Zach Thomas okay. in. Zach Lock. Thomas in. Lock. Uh, their honorable mention was Andre Johnson. In or out? Hold on. I got to get the resume. All right. You pull up Seven time Pro Bowler, two time All Pro, 11th all time in receptions and receiving yards. By the way, do you know Tory Holt's seven time Pro Bowler, one time All Pro only? And he's number two on this list. Whoever made this, people don't know how to make lists anymore, especially at CBS. I found their list to be dreadful. Yeah, CBS is struggling with their lists. Bad lists. Also, you, the other thing that's that's troubling that I think is going to be really hard is there's going to be a glut of receivers. Yes. Because everybody throws the ball now, right? So, like, yeah. trying to compare Sterling Sharp to Torrey Holt, it's pretty tough. Now, Sterling Sharp, though, I think has a very interesting case because if it's I'm not mistaken. Pretty sure it's a short career. I But I think – I. I think it might be might have been a uh, three-time first-team yeah. All-Pro, five yeah. Pro Bowls, three-times NFL reception leader, two-time NFL receiving touchdowns leader. Um, he was the last person to do the wide receiver triple crown before Cooper Cup did it last year. I want to say it was like 92. seven seasons, seven, seven seasons, seasons. three-time All-Pro, five-time Pro Bowler. His I, last I tell season. You, that's why they're getting left out. But why way, is Baselli in? Why is Davis in? I mean, does it make Prisco sense? Prisco literally made it his life's work to get Tony Baselli in the hall. Uh, he is, won then. Is Prisco still partying right now? Yes. Yeah, for sure. The My fact God. that Patrick Willis is in the Hall of Fame is a joke. Sterling Sharp's last season: ninety-four receptions, eleven hundred yards, eighteen touchdowns yep. in his last season, his That's seventh right. and final season. That's right. At a time when the ball was not being thrown around like it is now. No, no. He had one hundred and twelve catches in ninety-three, one hundred and eight in ninety-two. Yep. He was a dude. Yes. I wonder if he was because he was pretty loud as a commentator. I wonder if that turned some people off, which is a shame. Get but over it. I agree. Patrick Willis doesn't say anything, so where the heck is he at? That guy's Willis and Zach Thomas should be on right. the first ballot. So next year it should be Hoff, Revis, and those two. It's a girl. It's somebody headed. saying that nobody in next year and not one person in the class next year is an automatic. Not Who would true. ever say that? Someone didn't say that, did they? Not me. Nobody with any credibility. The first thing you have to look at on this is it's all pro. That's, That's it. right. Are you the best at your position? If you're the best at your position for any amount of time, that matters. That's got to matter more than anything else. Yes. Yes. This is, again, it's the Hall of Great. It's the Hall of Fame, not the Hall of Good. All right. Patrick so Willis is elite. And how Zach dare Thomas, you with your blasphemous you article, argument? Give do you have Tory Holt Good in or out? Are, are you guys aware that the – I mean, you guys are, but just for the folks out there because we always – we've been calling – there was a time – we've been calling the Hoff the Hoff as long as you and I have been doing this show together. Yep. And at one point they were like, well, don't, you might not want to call him that because maybe he's not. And first of all, he already was. He was he's already, already in the college. college football hall of yes, fame. Yes, thank you. But I'm like, oh, no, he's first ballot. And it was like, are you aware that he is a 10-time all-pro, eight-time first team, two-time second team? I'm sorry, eight-time all-pro, six-time first team, yes. two-time second team. And six is six is fairly six rarefied time air. all-pro, man. Come on. Ten Pro Bowls? Yes. Jeez. And oh. the consecutive streaks. And – 
Oh. Right. When he wasn't, he was second team All-Pro. Twice. Twice. Yeah, he's an eight-time All-Pro. And he was number two in the Offensive Rookie of the Year voting his rookie year. Yes. You have to be All-Pro. That's why, I mean, honestly, the Willis, the, the Willis-Zach Thomas stuff is pretty crazy because when you're talking about, you're talking about five All-Pros, all, five all I mean, the, they start keeping track. There's a steady list of guys that have six All-Pros, First-team All-Pros, and they're all in the Hall of Fame. Every one of them. So, Except for Jim Tyrer. I don't know why he's not, but he's not. So here's what you got, okay, to your point. Only 25 people have ever, ever been more seven or more. Yeah. 25 ever. And they are 100% all in the Hall of Fame. At six times... You mentioned that Shane Leckler also not in the Hall of Fame. Six-time first-team All-Pro as a punter. I feel like that should get him in there. Yeah. You got the Hoff, Jim Trier, you mentioned, Bobby Wagner, who will be in the Hall of Fame. But everybody else's six is in there. Yep. Like, I mean, he's a lock of locks. His his qualifications are vastly superior to that of Revis. Yes, for sure. Revis, four-time four -time, uh, All-Pro, seven-time Pro Bowler. On the Hall of Fame all 2010s team. So is Hoff. So is the Hoff. Duh. No, so Hoff's in. So Hoff's first ballot. So is Patrick Willis, by the way. I wish somebody – Patrick Willis should be on there, too. I wish somebody would do – wasn't it Bob Kravitz who did, who did presented Peyton Manning? And he all he said was, it's Peyton Manning. That's all he said. Done. That's Done. enough. We don't, it's Joe Thomas. That's enough. Hey, Stevie, let's play Guess the Stats. Can you name the two – there are two quarterbacks that have been named All-Pro – seven times only two in nfl history they've been named seven times or more there's two quarterbacks in nfl history been named all pro seven times they're both seven i'm not and looking at it most. to be fair but i yep. think i know the answer. i bet you do yeah there are two of them two quarterbacks i feel like this is a trick question i feel like tom brady is not one of them that would be correct peyton manning and correct that's one of them i'm thinking back for a little bit you got a good radio voice stevie I know. That's why I'm here. I like it. That's a good job out of him. It's <laughs> a good job out of him. I like you more now, Stevie. Yeah. Wow. I'm trying to think back even like a little bit further. Yeah, you're in the right. Keep, keep doing it. In the right mindset. Just kind of look around, around you. you need to be. I'm trying to be a little bit more. Roger Star Staubach? Uh, demerit. No, demerit. Demerit. Sorry. And when Z said, look around, look where you are. Ah. That would have made sense. It was a good hint. Right well, over my is. head, Zagura. That's all right. So you will give you the opportunity to answer it, though. You can still answer it. You can say it. Do you have it, Stevie? I, I do not. Otto Graham. Otto Graham. Yeah. Wow. Stevie tried to make it seem like he, he had, had it. Yeah, but then he didn't. But he didn't. Yeah. he didn't have it. So it was a good hint seven, for good nothing. Hint. <laughs> for nothing. Plane did not land. No. Those we'll two. Those are the sevens. Peyton Manning and Otto yeah, Graham. I would have guessed Steve Young. But. Are the first. Are the only seven-time did you hear that? Only quarterbacks with seven times or more. Did you hear that? I would have get Jeez, that's just pure. Of course I, I was. I there's not even a quarterback with six. So those two have seven. Nobody else has six. My guess is that Joe's at Rod four. Huh? Montana, four. I would think that Aaron Rodgers would have, because he's got four MVPs, doesn't he? Yeah. So he's got to have four. Joe's got to have four. Brady's got to have three. Yeah. Doesn't even go down that far. They only list the people that the rarefied airs of those with six. Yeah. Yeah. 
pretty amazing. There's some amazing tackles on this list, like Jim Parker, uh, Anthony Munoz, nine first-team All-Pros. My God. Yeah. That's just pretty crazy. Bruce Matthews was seven. Randall McDaniel was a guard, obviously. But I feel like yeah. Bulldog Turner was a force. What a name. That's a great name. Great name. Roger Craig, in or out? In. In. Here's why. He's a thousand, a thousand. A thousand, a thousand. A thousand, a thousand in the 80s, guys. In the 80s. Yes, he only has one first team all pro. Guess what? Wasn't even first team all pro the year he did that, which to me is outrageous. It had to be like Dickerson, right? Four-time Pro Bowler, one-time first team all pro. I mean... It's 85. He was, it was 85. 85. He did it. 1,050 rushing, 85. nine touchdowns, 1,016 receiving, six touchdowns. He was cut 92 second balls team, in 1985 balls. out of the running back position. Yeah. He had two different 2,000 yards from scrimmage seasons in his career. That's nuts back then. Marcus Allen and Walter Payton, first team all pro. Heady company. What the heck did they do? I don't know. Roger Craig, Gerald Riggs, and Freeman McNeil were second team. Gerald Riggs could run, brother. 85 Bears. 85 so Bears. Peyton would have got that love on the 85 Bears. 15-51 rushing for Peyton, nine touchdowns. That's pretty big at that time. I, like, I mean, Craig's got 2,000 total yards. What did Peyton what, had 2,000 total yards Oh, as he well. did too? Okay. Yep. And then who was the other one? Marcus? Marcus Allen. That was peak of his powers. Ran for 1759 uh, and 11. He had 67 catches for 555 as well. Led the league with 447 touches, 2,314 yards from him. He was also the MVP, the yeah. Offensive Player of the Year and first team. By the way, the Raiders had him and then said, yeah, we'll take Bo Jackson too. Yeah. And Super Tech Mobile said thank you. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. <laughs> Honestly, I think the only guys on this list that should be like in next year with Joe and Revis are – Zach Thomas, Patrick Willis, and then I think you could make an interesting conversation about Sterling Sharp if you wanted to. Everyone else can hang out for a little bit. All right. Well, that's in or out. I made an attempt. We got through it. You did a good job. You did a good job. Your slander of Patrick Willis though will not be forgotten anytime soon. Uh, no, I wasn't slandering Patrick Willis. <laughs> you told me Just I was a buffoon. A, buff a dumb? I Didn't you say dumb? Dumb, yeah. No. I cleaned it you up. Stop being Normally, dumb? I call you something else. He said, but stop being you dumb. You said that would be stop being upon. dumb. Yeah, was the was exactly what it was. We will go around the NFL coming up next. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Both for my friends here at Renew Home Exteriors. Upgrade the look of your home with new siding from Renew Home Exteriors. Receive $1,500 off and free insulation wrap plus 0% interest for qualified buyers. In addition, Renew Home Exteriors will meet or beat competitors' estimates by up to 10% or pay you 100 bucks. 
hear from their customer. This is Blake. He said, quote, Renew did an excellent job with my roof and siding. Very professional crew. Good rates. Showed up on time. I couldn't be more pleased and would do repeat business in a heartbeat. Beautify your home with premium siding and roofing products at lower prices with Renew Home Exteriors. Text ESTIMATE to 71441 to book or visit RenewEstimate.com for more as we go around the boy i tell you what i was tongue in cheek Nikhil harry got hurt at bears camp over the weekend yeah severe high ankle sprain not that he was going to be some savior i'm almost i almost wonder there's no way that they can improve that team with justin fields on it because they gave up so much to get him that it just feels like he's going to be completely wasted and lost there's just no way i can see him overcoming it it's very sad there's no doubt about it yeah Tough, tough spot there. How's Trey Lance doing out in San Francisco? Have you heard from Pedro? I have not. Uh, what I was told was last time was that he, uh, they are very excited about his raw talent, that it is his team. There's obviously some concerns about how quickly he can come along, but they're excited about what he brings in terms of his athleticism. Do you he's got a cannon. <clears throat> Steve Weich was telling me he just has an absolute cannon. Like the way that he throws the ball is just whips it. Do you think um... – uh, do you think it would be it'll be tricky at all, given that the last time the last times that they've been healthy with Garoppolo, they've been to the NFC Championship game in the Super Bowl. That some on that team will look around and go, "Are we sure we got this?" Yeah, that's I mean, the Kyle's, interesting you know thing I mean? about about Jimmy G is, and I'm trying to think of what other quarterback in the league could say that. In my last, other than Mahomes, right? Mahomes could say that. But when was the last time he went to the Super Bowl? Was he in the Super Bowl two years ago? He's in the Super Bowl two years ago. Lost. Right? It. Yeah, Lost. So in his last two full seasons, he's gone to a Super Bowl and a championship game. Yeah. Lost both. So is Jimmy Garoppolo. Those are the only two people that can say that. Yeah. Because this year. Yeah, Mahomes has gone. Brady didn't even win it, it. Win it. Lose it. AFC championship game last three years. Yep. But the last two healthies for Garoppolo, that's what he's done. I just wonder, like, if you're a veteran on the 49ers, if you look around and go, every time Lance – lets one fly and it gets loose you're like boy i don't know do we i don't know this guy seemed to be pretty close with this guy right what they would say is we feel like we can get close with him and we need to get over the hump and and we feel that this guy's got the skills to get us over the hump look the good news for the niners is that they play in the nfc and it's kind of wide open oh you're on what sir do you have something i was just gonna add you're around the league commentary when you were ready oh no we're ready go ahead uh this just coming off of the call i was just on the nfl has asked officials to pay particular attention to illegal contact fouls in 2022 big drop in 2021 classified as a point of clarification formerly known as point of emphasis look for a potential spike in flags we also spent a lot of time on the call talking about taunting Oh, God. Get Enough over. with no, this. No, 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 no. The, the good news is what's going to draw the flag from and, – and this I'm paraphrasing here. What is going to draw the flag is if someone takes a step towards the player and tries to get in that person's face. Good. Everything Otherwise, else is nonsense. Otherwise, they're, they're being told a lot to back off here. Good. Good. So the illegal contact thing is tough because they've already disadvantaged the defense significantly in the NFL. And now you're going to call a lot more illegal contact, which is a penalty on the defense. And what are these DBs supposed to do? You can't touch the receivers anymore. You can't touch the quarterbacks. 
What do you want him to do? Yeah. What do you want him to do? Um, In legal context, any contact that occurs more than five yards down the field, right? Yeah. By the way, speaking of your taunting thing, did you see what Rule did over the weekend to Baker in Hollywood? I did. So Hollywood reached the ball over the end zone? He scored, and he did the red carpet thing in a scrimmage. And then he gave the ball to a fan in the stands. Whatever. And so, you know, everybody celebrates, and Rule blows the whistle on it and says, we're not doing that. Offense runs. Like, come on. And it's something about Come on, tough guy. Chill out a little bit, right? It's a scrimmage. There's fans. Let me tell you, hey, it worked out really well for Joe Judge last year with the Giants. I'm telling you, if you're going to take that stance, you better be Belichick, Saban. Like, you got to be somebody like that if you're going to take that stance. I feel like there are a lot of these guys that think Bill Belichick wins because he's mean and because he's nasty and demanding, when in reality he probably wins in spite of that because he's just so darn good. Correct, and he had the best quarterback of all time for 20 years. That's right. Because Useful. before and after, it hasn't been that great. Useful. That seemed to be important. They did go 11-5 and five with Matt Castle, which is pretty impressive to me. They did. Year. Yeah. They did. And I believe Matt Castle got paid as a result of yeah. that somewhere. The previous, previous, other than that one's anomaly season, wasn't, was Randa still on that team? Randa Moss? I believe he was. I, I believe Randa Moss was on that team with Matt Castle. I believe he was. Because that was right after Brady threw for the 50 touchdowns, wasn't it? When they lost the perfect season. Yeah, with and Bernard. Back the next year. Bernard Pollard got Pollard him. Pollard got him. Yeah. Uh, something to watch in New Orleans. Uh, Jameis Winston rolling his ankle today. Undergoing further evaluation. Andy Dalton, QB1 for now. Mm. If I'm them, then I, pu- go, I push all in. I push all in. I go Taysom Hill for the year. I go 2-15. and 15. Their D's too good. And they, well, they got Alave and Thomas, and if he's yeah, done, I'd good. bring Jimmy G in, and you can absolutely yeah, you can do that too. Go to in the playoffs. Division? You'll yeah, end you up being could. you're fighting to win the division. That's true. And yeah, you go second, you're a playoff playing. team for sure. Yeah, they would be. Yep, that's a perfect. Carolina's you got a mess. Camara, you got some receivers who work the middle of the field yeah. well, and Thomas and Jarvis, which is where he likes to throw the ball. And you've they got a Thomas, great Jarvis defense and Alave. And Alave, that's a really good receiving core. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go get Jimmy G. They should have done that anyway. Jameis is good. Come on. You can't turn. We're, we're Jameis. You know, I was a big Jameis guy until last year, though, dude. Last year when I watched him play, it was a debacle. Debacle. Let me it's just, in his defense, just to be kind to him, he was 5-2 and two in those seven games. 14 it's touchdowns, a, three picks. It, it wasn't. That doesn't do the story, brother. <laughs> I'm telling you. It feels pretty good. Quarterback rating of 103. I mean, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't like they was he was throwing the ball all around the yard, but – you know, it's far cry from the year he threw for 5,000 touchdowns. But if you told me that Jameis Winston would go from a season in which he threw 33 touchdowns and 30 picks to then throw 14 with three, that's probably the one five and two. I'll admit that's better than I thought than in my mind's eye it was. And it might have been just I watched him play one game and it was a disaster. Yeah. I can't remember what game it was, but I just remember coming in here on a Monday. It was uh, in the afternoon window. Okay. And you, th- that's a window that's tough for you. Yeah. And I'm like, buddy, I'm telling you, it ain't it. Five and two. 14. They had two touchdowns a game. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Not J.K. Bad, not Dobbins bad. off the pup list. He's taking a victory lap today. Didn't he get in a fight with a reporter about this? That'd be Rappaport. Hmm. Was it with Rappaport he yeah. was fighting with? And then what then was that about? That's when he said that Dobbins wouldn't be ready, and Dobbins came back and said, right back to rap seat, I would. And then McAfee was talking about how Dobbins dunked all over uh, <laughs> Rappaport. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's that's they're going to be. You're going to have to deal with them in the regular season to say. Yeah, they did say that they do not believe that um, 
Gus Edwards will be ready week one. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, a couple of anomalies. We have uh, Derrick Henry breaking a helmet with a stiff arm at yesterday's practice. What does that mean? He just hit. I don't know. I'm not, I don't know what that means either. We all have those padded things now on on our helmets now. Well, if he, he would it would have had to have been on a DB because they yeah. wouldn't have been wearing that. And then yeah, the guardian caps. Guardian caps. Yeah, those are good. Yeah, I like those things. This also from Chief Safety Justin Reed. He nailed a 65 yard field goal at yesterday's practice. Yeah, incredible. He's got a big leg. You don't say. I do. That's pretty good. When he's done playing safety, maybe he can kick. Use him as a kickoff specialist. I thought, wasn't there, when he was in Houston, right? Yeah, he was. Wasn't there, he was trying, there was a game where their kicker, like, Fire Baron got hurt, and he wanted to kick. And I think he did kickoffs, but they maybe, they wouldn't try a, a field goal with him. Huh. I mean, if you can make from 65, to me, that would be a pretty good indicator that you could go that he's got some skills sure sure yeah sure for sure all right um all right espn.com nfl's best players at every defensive position okay we'll have a little fun with this that's coming up next let's to cleveland browns daily on 850 espn cleveland cleveland browns daily on 850 espn cleveland Yep. The Land on Demand is now free in the palm of your hands during the entire month of August. ESPN Cleveland and the Bath Authority giving fans free access to the Land on Demand for all the news you don't want to miss. See us live in our brand new studios. Replay all your favorite shows commercial free at On Demand. Get all access to Tony Grossi's Browns analysis and more. Visit thelandondemand.com or download the app today. The Land on Demand remodeled by our good friends at the Bath Authority. So this is from ESPN.com. NFL's best players ever at defense, every defensive position is the question on this. <coughs> All-time best defense. And why it's it's not, it yes, but they're only picking one at each spot, which I don't get. Why wouldn't we do the like detail yeah, they're picking two edge rushers. Two edge two, rushers. It's not just one. So first of all, like right away we got to decide what we're doing with Lawrence Taylor, who's an edge. A 3-4 outside linebacker edge. Yes. But he's, you know, it's a different position than the position he plays it very differently than Say Reggie White played it. Reggie White was a defensive end too, but it was also kind of a defensive tackle. But it was always tackle, kind of a like defensive JJ tackle sitting inside, a little bit like JJ Watt. So that's the tricky thing there. I think anytime I've seen an all NFL team, Lawrence Taylor is listed as an outside linebacker. Right. Yes. Right. But that's edges encompassing. Right. No, I get it. I'm just saying, like when you call him an edge, you're taking out all the other defensive ends. Right. That are traditional defensive like ends. Bruce Smith might like, be the best. Yeah, Bruce Smith, like hand in the ground. Yeah. Sometimes, not all the times, but stand up on the line defensively. So. Yeah. Um, Lawrence Taylor is is the best defensive player I've ever seen. He's dominant. I mean, Reggie White, 12 double-digit sack seasons in 15 years. Lawrence Taylor had seven in 13 years. You could argue that Taylor flashed the Bryce, but White was a relentless, unstoppable force for the better part of two decades. White, 198 Reggie White sacks, was unbelievable. Pair of defensive player of the years, 13 All-Pros and a Super Bowl ring. That's obviously not first-team only. Reggie White, though, is eight first-team All-Pros. Guess who else has eight? Somebody else you mentioned. Bruce Smith has Bruce Smith, eight yes, first-team All-Pros. Lawrence Taylor has eight first-team All-Pros. Bruce Smith was really, really good. Yes, he was. Yes, yes, he was. Um, 
But if you're going to see, see, to, to me, like Bruce Smith, Reggie White feel very different to me as a player than Lawrence Taylor. Yes, I would, in fact, want to, in my mind, I want, I'd have Bruce Smith on one outside, Lawrence Taylor on the other outside, and then I'd have inside Reggie White at a D and, Aaron, like, Donald. and Aaron Donald. And I think we'd be pretty. And we're leaving Joe Green off. I think we'd be pretty good. We are leaving Joe Green off. Which, you know, I, Aaron Donald has more all pros. He's seven first team all pros now for Aaron Donald. Seven in eight seasons. Seven in eight seasons for him. Three Defensive Player of the Year awards. Yeah. Yeah, Joe, I don't see Joe Green. It doesn't even look like Joe Green has six. Yeah, All right. He's so there you go. So you, got, so you got Donald. Yep. Donald, White, Smith, Taylor. Yep. Well, I'm good with that. Linebackers. So they have Ray Lewis as the number one linebacker. He was really, really good. I'm sure. I mean, like, I think Mike Singletary right away. Mike Singletary has seven first team All Pros. That's the first linebacker I thought of. Ray has seven team, seven first. Ray's teams. got seven too. Yep, yeah. They both have seven. I mean, they're both very good. Yeah, they are. Mike Singletary. Is there anybody we're missing that is? That's in that. Both of those Steelers guys have six. Hammond. I mean, Lambert, at some point, six. Bobby Wagner's got to be. Well, he's on close. Here. He's six right now. But he's he doesn't even get a vote. He's not yeah. even considered anything. Yeah. Ray Lewis, huh? Two-time Defensive Player of the Year. Only player in NFL history to have forty sacks and thirty interceptions in a career. That's pretty good. Yeah, that is. That is very, very good. All right, corner, one hundred percent, Dion. And the fact that it's not fifty out of fifty to me is stunning. Who else is in that, in the corner spot? Who's the opposite corner to Dion? Chucky Wood, Rod Woodson. Rod Woodson's probably more accomplished than Chucky. People forget how good Rod Woodson. I think Rod Woodson's got six first-team All-Pros. How many is this Chucky Wood? But some of the Rod Woodsons could have been at safety, but some of the Chucky Woods could have been at safety, too. So they'd probably back. Chucky Wood, three-time first-team All-Pro, nine-time Pro Bowler. Yeah, so Rod would win that battle. He would. As that. In my head, Daryl Green was incredible. That didn't even get but a I post. don't see him on here at all, and maybe that's just maybe just that was the longevity of it all. Revis, I mean, Revis in his prime might be mm -hmm. the other guy. It might be Dion and Revis in his prime. Revis yeah. is a four-time first team. Yep, four-time for him. And what did you say Woodson was? Six. Six. I can look up and see which ones were where. Rod Woodson. And then I think the safety one's really tough. I know who the two safeties would be. So uh, first team, he has one at free safety as a member of the Raiders. A first team, all the others were. So he has five at corner with the Steelers. He was first team all pro five out of six years as a cornerback. Sheesh. Okay. That's pretty good. So that, that's probably it then. It's yeah. probably him and yeah. him and Dion are the starting corners. Ronnie Lott's the strong, and I would just put Ed Reed as the free, and I'm done. Done. Fin fiend. That's it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's that's Period. the way that I do that. I don't I don't think there's any reason to go beyond that. I don't know if there's anybody I'm missing at safety. No, it's out there. I mean, Palomalu was great, but Ronnie Lott and Ronnie Lott could cover like a corner because he also played some corner. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah those seem like the two guys to me. Yeah. Um, Venetieri is kicker. Boy, <sighs> old boy in Baltimore would be tough to beat. He so he beat him by one vote. I, I think. I, 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 I mean, Venetieri's got the clutch postseason stuff. Yeah. But to me, just in terms of just watching them kick. Five-time five, five time All-Pro for Tucker. Yeah. 
91.1% of his field goals, best in NFL history. He's made 58 straight field goals in the fourth quarter in overtime, including that 66-yarder last year. Yeah, I, Detroit, to me, I mean, he's him. the best. If you said my life was on the line and I needed one person on this planet sure. to make a field goal to save me, in their prime, absolute yep. peak of their powers, I'm taking, without question, Justin Tucker. I have no problem with that. I have no problem like, with that. Without question. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably go the same way. They have Devin Hester as the kick returner. Yep, no problem with that either. None. He should have been a first ballot. He's not in yet. Where was no. he on that list? He didn't. He should be in. He was nowhere. How is he not a first ballot? He's the best returner ever. Insane. Yeah. yeah. Silly. Very, very silly. Uh, all right. So much more to come. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Plethora. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Training camp is underway. The Cleveland Browns 50-50 raffle is now open. Go to the Browns mobile app or browns5050.com to purchase your tickets. The raffle ends on Sunday, August 21st. Don't miss your chance to win big while supporting the Stay in the Game Network and Shoes and Clothes for Kids. Uh, so we'll be back out there tomorrow. Coach Stefanski around 1.30. Yeah, and which will be the go. last time he speaks before Jacksonville. So you wonder if he'll give any uh, insight into his plans for that particular contest or he'll keep it close to the best. And Can I give you what I think? Sure. Option B. Yeah, I think that's more likely. Knowing, I'm guessing it's going to be option B. Knowing, knowing him KS, as we know, yeah. as we know him, uh, that there, you're, there's not going to be a lot. I think the people will try. You'll try to get to the bottom of things, but you know, from his perspective, there's no gain in it. So I guarantee he will say, "We haven't, we haven't even. We're just trying to have a great practice today. We haven't gotten to the. We'll get. That's we'll exactly get to the yeah. game tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. Sorry that we won't be speaking at that point. Even though a hundred percent. Yes, this has been. I bet this is this has been laid out. Contingency upon contingency for upon contingency yeah, right. for. It's months. one of the three P's. You can't fool us. We know what the P's are. No, of course we've done the work on the P's. You're prepared. Knows. You've got a plan and a process to implement the plan. Plan shows up in two of the three P's. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's the right. way that it works. It's pretty straightforward. That's right. Um, all right, we are back tomorrow. The next level is coming up next. Thanks for listening, everybody. Cleveland Browns Daily, eight fifty ESPN, Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and ESPN 850 WKNR.